Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. On this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, as we head out of 2021 and into 2022, I want to address the topic of habits and impact of the actions that we take and the effects that those actions can have, both on us and on others, and to challenge the way we normally go about ending one year or ending one project or whatever the thing is and moving into the next. And of course, much of this came from some thoughts I was having as I prep, because I like to share all of that with you, because if it can help someone else, that's the goal. But also information that I gather in, perspective, right? I love hearing other people's perspective so that it, it can challenge my own or solidify my own. So over the holidays, I was driving back from visiting my mom and I was listening to a podcast and I actually listened to this podcast a couple of times, this particular episode. And it was um, a How I Built This podcast interview, Guy Raz, it's his his podcast, and he was interviewing Fawn Weaver. And if you don't know who she is, Fawn Weaver is the CEO and founder of Uncle Nearest, which is a Tennessee whiskey. And the podcast is interesting, too, because of the whole story about how it happened and and Nearest being a master distiller, the only black master distiller and the person who actually taught Jack Daniel how to distill whiskey and the whole story behind that. And her prep. I mean, this woman is gangster. You hear me? Her prep before she even launched Uncle Nearest so that she could be prepared for the pushback that she was going to get from the Jack Daniel Brown owned by huge Brown Foreman, right? So it, it just all of these crazy things. And so as I'm listening to her and she's telling her story and I'm thinking about the year and the things I want to do to get done for all of this amazing stuff I want to have ready for you guys and to be launching uh, on January 10th. And she started talking about her life and how all of these things transpired. And at one point, Guy Raz asked her about, I believe it was like her upbringing and how she thought that impacted and all of these kind of things. And her response was, you know, maybe it's just the way I'm wired. You know, I am hardwired this way, but I don't look back. And I had to pause on that. I had to pause on that because Her point was, you know, I don't go back and replay stuff. I'm always moving forward. And I think that's what makes her really good at what she does. Just my perspective, right? She doesn't get caught up in the what could have been and what happened before and all that. impact. she just doesn't let that stuff manipulate, right? Her forward thinking. And there's a lot of power in that because we can get caught up in the history. And as, you know, type A insecure overachiever, I can tell you, I will replay conversations I had from my very first job many decades ago. And I'm thinking, why am I still thinking about this conversation right now? So it was really powerful to hear this person say, I just don't go backwards. I don't go backwards. I I never go backwards. I'm always moving forward. And the challenge to that for me is if you think about how you plan and how you get ready for the next things, 
Some of looking backwards is learning lessons, right? From those experiences is understanding. I call it a postmortem, right? You have this big project. What went well? What didn't go well? How can we learn from that? What might we do different? Which is fantastic. It's a great way to learn and a great way to plan for the next thing. But if you listen to what she said, I don't go backwards. There's a good lesson in that too, that says sometimes we can get so caught up in the what happened and trying to plan so much for not letting that happen again, that we stifle our forward movement. We stifle our forward movement. And so as I started thinking about, okay, here are the things I want to do and how I want to learn. How can I put this year in perspective? Because it's that time of year where we're doing all of these retrospectives, right? What happened in the last year? What can we celebrate? And I'm a big believer in remembering to celebrate the wins because I'm not good at that. Celebrating the things that we accomplished, celebrating what you have done. Go back and look at your year and really think about how far you've come this year. Because it's been another year of COVID. It's been another year of lockdown. It's been another year of confusion and craziness, right? The ripple effects of four years of madness, And it really is just culminating now in, okay, what is 2022 going to bring? Are we going to have another, another 2020 and 2021? And so it's important to celebrate the things that you've done and to look back and learn and, and, and really be excited about how far you've come. That's a good thing. It's that ability to cut off that evaluation before it gets to, but that didn't happen and this didn't happen and I should have done and I could have done all the shoulds and the coulds and the wishes, right? That keep us from moving forward. The other thing about this looking back and preparing to move forward that I really took from her. And then again, from the, the death of Archbishop Desmond Tutu, is this idea of impact. And we've talked before about, you know, great intentions, but bad impact or the impact that we can make and how part of what we do moving forward is not just about doing stuff, but about the impact we can make. How can we make a difference through the work that we do? And I talked about that with my guest on the radio show last week. It's not just about the stuff, it's about the impact. And that gets to this whole idea of ripple effects. And if you think about ripple effects, right, you drop a a drop into a bowl of water and you see the ripples, right? It continues to spread. And there's all physics and all kinds of math behind that about how far it's going to spread and how long you feel the ripple effects. But those ripple effects are something that you can take one thing that you do and the impact of that thing can have far reaching, amazing ripple effects. But just like everything else, sometimes the ripple effect can be really great. And sometimes that ripple effect can be really, really debilitating, as we're seeing now in this fight for voting rights and fight for women's reproductive rights and all of these kind of things. Those few decisions, those actions of a few, a really loud few, are having ripple effects not only across our country, but across the world, right? The idea of do facts really matter anymore? What's really truth? Uh, the the inability of someone to just say that is just wrong and, and a lack of courage, right? An inability to speak truth to power has far reaching ripple effects on multitudes of people. What's real? How do I feel safe, right? Those ripple effects really get into what people can trust and how they feel safe and how they can move forward in a way that is protective, Right. And so going into 2022, preparing for that, what are the things you can do to create 
impactful ripple effects that move things in a way that are positive. The things that maybe help that teenager who's been in foster care forever. Uh, I just saw a commercial about that the other night, about people adopting older children or taking them out of foster care because everybody wants the baby. Nobody's looking for, you know, the teen and how impactful that can be. The ripple effect of impacting positively that young person's life. When we think about Desmond Tutu, right? Coming from a very, very poor upbringing and ultimately winding up as the archbishop there in South Africa, in Cape Town, and his huge role in apartheid and leading the commission that Mandela assigned him to, to both address those who were pro-apartheid and anti-apartheid and the things that were done on both ends of that spectrum that were not good and how to address those and overcome those, right? The ripple effect of this person, his infectious laugh, that's the one thing I've heard over the last couple of days, is he was had just so much joy, not only when Mandela was released from prison, but when he won, right? When, when so many people were able to vote and you saw a change in South Africa, that ripple effect across the country. The things that we have seen with Mackenzie Scott, who took a really tough situation, I can only imagine, right? A tough situation, and is now using her wealth and her pain, right? And her uh, tough challenge to create ripple effects across the nation, right? Where she is giving away, yes, dollars, right? The impact of the dollars, but it's not just the money. It is the impact that that money can make on lives, on institutions, on very people who need just a little bit of assistance, the ripple effect. And so as you start planning, right, deciding what your word is going to be for 2022 and how you are going to make moves in this next year, how you are going to take all of those things that you have overcome, all of those successes that you've had, all of those challenges that you've had and you've made it through, right? That that real focus on how can I take what I learned and actually move forward as opposed to sitting in it. Think about how you're going to take 2022 and create your own ripple effect. How can you take that one thing you do, that one drop you make in the ocean and impact multitudes? How can you speak to that one who then speaks to the next one, who then speaks to the next one? And as the old commercial used to say, and so on and so on and so on. Because it only takes one person. It truly only takes one person making a decision to make an impact. So as we end this year and you start thinking about 2022 uh, or continue thinking about 2022 and where you want to go and what you want to do and, and who you want to continue to be, I challenge you to pause. Pause and think about the impact you want to make, not just the action you want to take, but the impact you want to make. And how you can structure it in such a way so that the ripples are felt far and wide. I appreciate so much as one of my successes, you guys being a part of the Rutledge Perspective, a part of my village. Listening, watching, downloading, reviewing, liking, it is all impactful for me. The ripple effect is absolutely felt, heartfelt, and gratefully appreciated. Thank you for tuning in. I really hope that you have learned something and can pass this on to someone else. I will continue to show up 
Stay tuned for some really interesting things coming in 2022 that I hope will help you take your game to the next level. Have a fantastic end of your year. Let's let it go out with a bang, a safe bang, and I'll catch you in 2022. Take care. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge Perspective podcast, please pass it along.